Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, I can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, it's Fat Mascara Interview Day. I'm Jess. I'm Jen. Hi, welcome to our beauty podcast. We have been waiting so long to introduce you to our friend, Marcella from Medipedi. She runs the most amazing practice here in New York City. 
she transforms feet. She is not a regular pedicurist. She is a medical pedicurist. That's right. Marcella Correa is a licensed professional medical pedicurist with over 15 years of experience. She got her first experience in the field helping her father's podiatry clinic in Uruguay. We talk about that a tiny bit. Now she has her own medical pedicure practice in New York City called MediPedi NYC. She's been featured in like every magazine, every website, Vogue, Allure. She is the utmost foot expert. Plus, she has numerous celebrity clients, including pro hockey players, pro basketball players, and one Jessica Matlin. (laughs) (laughs) I am telling you, after we spoke to her, it's like I hear her all week long. I learned these things. You think you've been in the beauty business for a while and you're like, yeah, I know what there is to know about a toenail or whatever. I learned so much from this interview. She started out with her little loop. Her She had a magnifying glass on her head. She'd just come from a client. Like this woman looks at feet with a magnifying glass. Okay. I don't shower the same as I did before. Okay. After this interview, I shower different. After this interview, I shower differently. I wash my feet differently. I look at shoes differently. I look at my own shoes differently. You will be a changed person for the better after listening to this interview. Oh my gosh. You will go to the nail salon. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You oh, wanna, hit us up after you listen on yeah. Instagram, please DM us. We want to know what you learned from it too, because Jess and I have been all week just like texting each other. Oh my God, did you just think about that? And yes. that? It's mm. you will be a smarter foot owner, <laughs> foot advocate. <laughs> Marcella, you're the best. Thank you so much for coming on with Fat Mascara. Okay, let's listen to the interview. Okay, so Marcella, you are a medical pedicurist. That is a term I don't think most people know. What is the difference between what you do and what a traditional pedicurist does or what a nail tech does? Medical nail technicians, we are trained by podiatrists and dermatologists. So we have more school than the regular nail technicians do. And we detect conditions that most of the nail technicians doesn't see because they don't have the right training. Um, medical nail technicians require more hours and more hands-on with difficult feet and with patients more than clients because podiatrists use medical nail technicians to improve the quality of their feet and patients. Okay. Now, this is a very specialized line of work. And, you know, I don't see them you know, in every strip mall, I don't see them in every <laughs> building. You know, Corner nail salon. Yeah. Like, how come there aren't so many of them? It's uh, in South America and Europe. It's like in everywhere. Like, you guys have nail salon here. Over there, we have medical nail technicians. So it's a little different. In America, people don't believe much on prevention. They go to the doctor when they hurt. They don't go to prevent the pain. So... That's one of the reasons I would say that Americans don't have medical nail technicians because prevention is not part of the kind of the food care routine. People go to the podiatrist more when they get old because they have onions and they have hermatos. You don't see a lot of young people going to podiatrists because their feet doesn't hurt. Mm, Jen and I have had our share of podiatrist visits. So, you know, <laughs> and I wouldn't say we're old, but yes, okay, I get what you're saying. Mostly people go to podiatrists when they have a problem, maybe down the line, but they're not running to the podiatrist for, you know. To prevent, like going to the dentist. Yeah, I would love yeah. the people see us as a dentist for their feet, like hygienists for their feet. Uh, 
I love that. I love that. Wait, so tell us just about your your background. You said, you know, in South America, there, you know, medical pedicurists are really common. Tell us where you're from and where you got your training. Okay, I'm from Uruguay and South America. In my country, we have podologists. Podologists is the terminology they use for medical health technicians. In America, somebody was smart enough to call it fancy. I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, we are podologists in Uruguay, and it's like a vocational school. Like, you guys okay. have a school here for vocational service. So, in Uruguay, we have vocational school, and um, medical health technicians, that is in America, will be a podologist in Uruguay, and that's who I am. I'm a podologist who can work with it and detect conditions and recommend podiatrists or an orthopedics or dermatologists afterwards. But yes, it's Got a, it. a school that we do. Do we have that vocation here? Like, can people go to beauty school? Podology school, yeah. No, we do not have in America. We don't have hands-on training for this kind of service. They have online courses that you can take to validate kind of what you bring from your country, in my case. But they don't have hands-on trainings yet. So you're lucky if you run into a medical pedicurist. Kind of, yes. <laughs> Interesting. So walk us through what happens during one of your medical pedicures. To, like, you know, we, you walk into your office. I've been lucky enough to experience this, and I've talked a little bit about it on Fat Mascara, but baby step us through it. Okay. Most important, when you walk into my office, you're going to have a big smile. Right now with the mask, we cannot see the smile, but <laughs> you will feel how warm we are. We welcome anybody, and we treat people we care and respect the most. So we walk you through the room. And you're going to take off your shoes. We want to sit you comfortable in a big chair. So mm-hmm. you're going to be sitting down. You're going to take off your shoes and your sacks. A lot of people don't feel comfortable to take off their sacks because they come with a severe condition. So I always try to make them comfortable and make them to feel like this is something we do every day. So it's not going to be uncomfortable for them. So after we sit them down and they're comfortable, we sterilize their shoes. For me, that's one of the most important steps. In American people don't clean their shoes. They prefer to throw them out before they wash and clean it. So I sterilize the shoes. No matter what condition is the shoes, can be brand new or old, I sterilize all of them. So that will be the first step after I sit down the person on the chair. I take their shoes, I put on the side, I put a machine that is a UV shoe sterilizer. And that we start with that. So we sterilize their shoes. At the time the shoes are getting sterilized, that takes 15 minutes, I start to check on their feet and ask them questions regarding their health condition, their expectation with the treatment. So basically I want to know why they're here, why they come to me, what, what they expect to, to see after I'm done with them. And they have different expectations. And sometimes they come because they think they have one little thing. And when I tell them they have any problems, I see it. They like, wow, you see so much on my feet. So yeah. yeah so I try yeah, to educate them through the the treatment, just show them, you know, how things can be improved. If they correct a little bit the bonions, you know, put a toe separator, or it's just to use a, if they have a nail fungal toe cap to prevent the moist on the nails. So I at the same time I'm working on their feet. I'm trying to tell them like how to fix the problem so they don't have to come to see me monthly and we can, you know, heal the situation that they come with. Right. It's the prevention, not just the like slap some cream on mm-hmm. it or, you know, nail polish. Back really quickly to the shoe sterilizer. 
that is something you can buy, right? The, yes, we have. I, yeah, because you gave that to you gave me one. Mm -hmm, it's yeah. really cool. And makes your shoes oh. just smell good. They smell so good. Like I love to use even I don't have any condition on my feet. I used to prevent. I don't want athlete foot on my feet. So I am thinking about I don't think I've ever cleaned my shoes. I have no idea what's going on in there. That's, mm -hmm. Yeah, and you see the up shoes, a whole new world. Yeah, sometimes inside the shoes you feel like they dirty and they get dirty because your feet sweat. And sometimes we don't Worse. clean the feet well before we put it on. So we bring stuff. But if the shoes was dry, we don't hold moist. That will be dust. Will don't be a paste inside your shoes. So the sweat from your feet in the shoes. And when you d told Jessica about the steps of this, you did not mention water. Like we're not we at the reg regular pedicurist no. where we dip our feet in water. Why not? No. Water only make it worse. If you think about it, after a shower, your feet look perfect. Right? And 10 minutes later, you're like, hmm, I think I need more cream. So if you're working on a wet feet, I don't see the conditions. I cannot, you know, detect the problem because the feet is wet. So it looks bad already. So if you're working on a dry skin, I can see the problem and I can correct it. Also, water is cross-contamination. If you have a problem in one foot and you don't have in the other one and we put it on the same, you cross-contaminate it. So now both feet can are exposed to a nail fungus, athlete foot, plant a word, whatever you can with. So I don't want to put your feet inside a container that can possibly contaminate the other foot. So I want to prevent Wait, that. Wait, does that mean if I have a problem on one foot and I take a bath at home, I just expose the other foot to the same problem? Mm, if it's a plantar wart, yes. If you have a plantar wart, I would say wear slippers in the shower or flip-flops so you don't, you know, contaminate. To get a wart, you need open oh. skin also. So it's not like, you know, walking in a area that somebody stepped on the wart. You need to have a little open skin from a blister or something to get it in. But yes, if you have a condition and you're... You should not walk around barefoot in the house. You don't give it to other family members or to yourself. Because if your other foot is healthy, you don't want to give it to him. So, Marcella, we're going to talk about some of those conditions you mentioned, like mm -hmm. the plantar warts and those kind of things. But just so we're clear on this, if you're somewhere in the United States and you want to see a medical pedicurist like yourself, is there a way to look for one if there's no governing body or school here in the United States? Is there something else to look for? I, I, they have a school online called medinel.com. So you want someone who's taken those courses? Yes. And they get the training and they get the 40 hours with a podiatrist and the certificate signed by a podiatrist. They train that person. So yes, we have a special course that they have to take to work with me. Uh, it's mandatory, yeah. I asked them. So we all have certificates that prove that we did it, the course and that we've been, you know, seen by a podiatrist. Uh, well, now I'm curious, how does our training, this 40-hour course, compare to Uruguay's podology school? The, basically, the 40 hours, yeah, no, what, what we do, you know, hands-on is way more than 40 hours, but the 40 hours help them a lot to see things that they should not touch, more than things that they should touch. Because podiatrists are oh, going like to when to send them to the medical doctor, the podiatrist versus what you can handle there in your yeah, office. Yeah, if they are already in the podiatrist, he's going to point out this condition, you don't treat. So I want the podiatrist to show them things that they should never touch. So that way we avoid, you know, contamination or, or make it worse the situation. So yeah, medical health technicians, they have a school online that they can take a course and they get a certificate that says we are a medical health technician. And you can check on the website from this company that 
with the assist and that they did the training with them. Yeah. It reminds me of what we about in Europe, how a facialist here in America, it's like, oh, take a nap and someone rubs creams on. And in Europe, it's like, no, you have acne and you go to the esthetician and they're very much trained in medical procedures. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. not how we it's like a nurse. do it here in the States. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No, yeah. that makes sense. Thank you. So let's say, you know, I mean, most of the time, most of my life, when I'm getting a pedicure, I'm not going to Medipedi. I'm just going to, you know, your average nail salon. So what if you can't get a medical pedicure and you get a regular pedicure? What should we be mindful of when we get them? Because I know that sometimes a visit to the pedicurist can either cause confusion, and we've talked about this, or even harm. So, you know, if there isn't a real understanding of what's happening with a client's foot, sometimes I know that, and I just, in my personal experience, I can say to the pedicurist, oh, look, my toenail hurts. And they will say, you know, you have an ingrown. And I'll say, okay. And I'll just like let them do their thing. And I'll leave and it either will feel better for the moment or it may not feel better at all. I don't think anyone's trying to harm me. I just think there isn't a real understanding of what's going on. So what would you say to our listeners? Because they can't all run to Medipedi. Uh-huh. I would say if they have any discomfort on the nails, that mm-hmm. is not like aesthetic and cosmetic, to see a podiatrist, to get professional opinion. Because okay, the tools so, that most yeah. of the time, the tools that the nail technicians use are made to cut cuticles or to push cuticles. They are not for ingrown nails. So that's one of the problems that I see with the ingrown nails that when they try to treat it, they try to do their best, but they don't have the right training or the right tools. So if somebody has an issue with an ingrown nail or discomfort on the toe, I would say, Check with the podiatrist, and if the podiatrist is not an ingronel, it's just a little inflammation, apply the cream or product that I recommend, and then go for the pedicure and bring it up that there's not an ingronel and that they can just shape the nail straight across and don't dig it or don't hurt the area. Yeah, I really I really do think, and I say this with experience, like I feel like it's always like, it's an ingrown, it's an ingrown, and then I don't want to get into the gory details, yuck, 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 you know how I feel about nails and anything with nails. <laughs> I just, I get the heebie-jeebies, Marcella, I just can't talk about it. But it's always kind of like this catch-all term, it's an ingrown, and then when I went to go see you, it wasn't, that the diagnosis was incorrect at the nail salon, so. Yes, the, anything that the, hurts on the size of the toe, they call ingrown nail, sometimes mm-hmm. can be overgrow, can be ingrown, or can be overlap. It's pressure from the other toes that cause the pressure and build the skin. And sometimes it's not the nails, it's the skin under the nail that mm-hmm. cause the pain. And when you remove the skin, that callus kind of thing under the nail. Right. And that's not what you want, you know, somebody at the nail salon doing, like surgical removal. No, thank no, you. No, absolutely not. You don't Ugh. want those tools to be cleaning the area. Yikes. So the nail techs that work at the regu- as a, at a regular pedicure, really the only thing that you should let them do is file and shape a nail and then paint it, right? Yes. No cuticle should be cut either. I don't cut cuticles. The cuticles should be on the area where they belong. Got it. That's okay. A nice hard fast. Rule. So, okay. and and what about just while I'm thinking about it? What about callus shaving? Are are, are we the allowed to get that done at the regular salon? The callus should not be removed by the nail salon with the chemicals because not all the dry skin or hard skin on the bottom of the foot can be called callus. And that's a big mistake I hear all the time. People come to me with psoriasis, eczema, atlas foot, and they think it's callus. And I ask them, how you know it's callus? 
oh, it's all over the place. And I say, no, over the, all over the place, Carlos, is very rare to happen. Mm-hmm. If it's all over the place, that means something else. It can be psoriasis, can be other line conditions from medical, you know. And if you go and get a wet pedicure and they start rubbing at it and inflaming it with a pumice stone, you're all, you're making the it way acid, worse, they, huh? they use a lot of acid to remove the cows. Oh, like a urea cream or something? Yes, you should not apply urea cream and not any other cream without knowing that there's a callus on it. Because urea can make it worse. And how would you know if you didn't go? This is like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I assumed nail technicians knew this stuff, but clearly they're not trained like you are. I think, yeah, I think they should need a little bit more, you know, training on detecting conditions. It would be nice, you know, if they can get course or something with dermatologists and internship, just to go over, you know, skin conditions on their feet. If you didn't want to work with pedicures. Yeah. And now I know with a medical pedicure, there's no nail polish involved because your no. goal is to get healthy feet, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking about a lot of people out there who cannot believe they would ever have the kind of feet that they didn't have to put nail polish on. They have yellowing, they have white stripes, they have everything like that. Do you, can you get anybody's feet to look good bare with no nail polish? hundred percent. A hundred percent. This is the many How long petty did that challenge. Take? Someone comes in with like, you know, really gnarly looking toenails, like, is this, how long does that process take to get to? Nine months to one year. If it's a nail fungal, depends what is the yellow come from. The yellow can be from nail polish, can be from a condition, can be from a medicine. We got to find out why it's yellow, why it's dark, or what is going on with the nail. But if it's a nail fungus and it's severe, I would say up to one year, if they clean their shoes, they don't wet the nail in the shower, and they clean, you know, the area often, yeah. They can get back to the nails. Oh, can I ask you about nail fungus real quick? I don't want to get too gory, Jess, sorry. Okay. But if you have a thickened yellow nail and you've been told you have nail fungus, I've often heard that that's like impossible to cure on your own. Like you might need to take medicines. It can mess with your liver, all these different things. How do you deal with it at Medipedi? First one, I clean their shoes. The nail fungus live in the shoes more than the feet. You can clean the feet and treat the feet, but if you don't clean your shoes, you put them back where the fungus been living all this time. So it's so obvious, but I never thought of that. It's not a cure for fungus without cleaning your shoes. You can cure nail fungus if you clean your shoes and you treat your nails. Only one doesn't work. So that's mainly the problem in America. The people say, I cannot kill my fungus completely. They always come back because you put back the shoes that you used to wear with the fungus. <laughs> Even if you had a sock on? Socks are not condom. Socks are not a condom? Is that what you just said? Mm-hmm. So the moist go through. <laughs> the fungus go through also. Think about it. People always say to I me, know, I, I never socks. even thought about it that way. I'm like, oh, there's fabric between my, you know, the problem mm-hmm. and, the, and the shoe that has the fungus. But no, I do not have a foot condom on, Marcella. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. That's why it's important <laughs> to clean the shoes. And the socks you wash all the time, so it's easy. You wash and dry it, so the dryer kills all the bacteria, so it's fine. The shoes is the only one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nail fungal can be killed. And okay. um, you mentioned not wetting your foot that that because that is bad for the fungus. And how do you treat the fungus? Do you, you put on a medicine or how do you treat it? First one, I, I clean the nail. Anything that is not attached to the bed, I remove. So if you have 30% of the nail that is loose, it's not attached and has stuff under, I'm going to cut out all that part. So the medicine can work on the area that was the nail. So that, and massage. Okay. And apply medicine and massage. 
I want, when they apply the medicine, massage. No matter what medicine you have, massage. When you massage, you train the nail to grow attached. So you're helping the nail to grow attached. If you let it be and you put the product, it's moisty and it's too much. And medicine, no and matter do you what. you teach, if, if your client is there, do you teach them how to do that at home by themselves? 100%. Yeah. And I tell them, you, we first we clean the nails and then you treat with the medicine and don't let it get wet on the shower. Showers, you worse than anything. Nobody wash their nails or their feet. They rinse it with some kind of rinse. Nobody wash Oh, yeah. Their I just feet. figured they got clean when the soap runs down my body. Is that no, not because, good? No, they, what is, they get in run is by dirty water that you wash your body. Oh, my God. I oh never God. thought about this. Let's go. Right? They, Let's wrap it last- up so we can go wash our hands and feet and get a scrub brush. Let's wrap <laughs> it up. Come on. <laughs> this is awesome. So to keep it dry in the shower, like wear one of those yeah. little caps on your toe yeah. so the Use medicine the can cap. do its work. I mean, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and I don't know why I never thought of that. Okay, so you think that anybody, even someone with nail fungus, can have bare toes if they do all of these things with you? Absolutely, yeah. I have seen it okay. over the years, like very severe. People said 20 years with nail fungus never worked, nothing worked, and I can prove it with pictures and work that work. Yeah, I've seen the pictures on your website, Marcella. They are Thank interesting. You. Wow. I love those pictures. Yeah. Um, They're happy and healthy right now, so I love that. Okay. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric. And the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, 
They have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset, so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area, so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good, whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence. Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Okay, everyone... I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there. When I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. <laughs> Let's get to something a little bit, little bit sunnier. Okay, the Medi Pedi kit. Okay, I want to know. I want you to build us. Okay, for our for our listeners who cannot head to Medi Pedi here in New York, what are the what is the ultimate Medi Pedi kit? Give us a few products that people need to have healthy, gorgeous nails. For the two nails, first one get a nail file. That mm -hmm. is one twenty and one eighty, so it's not too rough. We don't want a nail file that's too rough. Because when so you Google filing, 120 and 180 nail file. Mm -hmm, yeah. Go with a nail file that's going to be shampoo. It's like sandpaper, the number. It's a sandpaper. Okay. So it's a sandpaper, yeah, it's not a metal file. cannot be too rough. No. Yeah. Okay. And hydrate the nail with oil. Even olive oil can work. 
Okay. Yeah, hydrate the okay. nails when you do the pedicure at home. Just hydrate the nails with olive oil or any oil you have it. So when you're working on it, you don't scratch the surface of the nail. The keratin should be soft and smooth, not rough. Sometimes when the people do at home, they scratch too much the keratin on the nail, so they look drier instead of softer after. Okay. So that's very important to have a little oil at home. The nail file. Yes. <laughs> we all are some problems. Yes. How often do you hydrate the nails? Uh, once a week will be nice. After shower, when you do foot file, I recommend foot file once a week. Okay. And the foot file have to be done after shower. After so once shower. a week after shower, you can file your nails, put a little olive oil, after shower all of this, put foot cream on it, and then file it with the foot cream. Never file your feet on dry or wet, always with the cream on. So that way we protect oh. the skin that is going to be under the dry skin. When you file the skin, you remove the bad skin. But the under the bad skin is a healthy skin that you want to protect. So putting the cream on it is like massaging the cream to the healthy skin. So when you finish removing the bad dry skin, your healthy skin is soft and lasts that way. Most of the people say, oh, after three days, my pedicure is dry again, my feet. Because they're dehydrated from the treatment that they did. Because they didn't with enough moist doing mm. the pedicure. They wet the foot, so they're taking all the moist. What does the foot file look like? What kind of foot file? I would say the metal foot file with the stickers are cleaner. Then I don't like pomestone stone because with those little holes, they get all the, the, the skin on it. And then that is going to be sitting on the shower. It's going to build fungus inside those little holes. And then you use again, so you bring in bacteria to your feet instead of clean. So I prefer a foot file with the stickers, the sandpaper stickers. So that way you peel off after each use. So you're not contaminating your feet. And also has two sizes. So you can use one for each foot in case you have at foot and one foot and the other one is healthy. You don't want it, you know, spread between your own feet. Right, right, and, right. And that lotion, does it matter what kind of lotion? I would say if you have a healthy foot and you know that you don't have any severe condition, a cream with urea will help, but then a healthy skin. Yeah. Any cream with the 20% urea can be applied, you know, to hold the moist on it. Got it. Got nice. it. Nice. Are there any foot treatments that one should never do at home? I would say those peeling that people have been using lately, the last two years, I see a lot of people get burned. Oh, baby After the foot. pandemic, yeah. After the pandemic, when they came back to us, a lot of people came with third degree burn from the so it's very dangerous so for the skin. Is it that the acid is too strong? Is that yeah. what's going on? And people leave it for too long. They think the longer they leave, the better the result. Because sometimes they don't see result with the first one. They put it longer the second one. And they overdo and put it on the wrong areas. You can only use mm -hmm. it on callus and they put on the whole body of the foot. Mm -hmm. So the arch of the foot is never, you know, rough. If you put on the arch of the foot, they get burned very easy. I understand. So no foot peels, no pumice stones. What else is a no-no in Marcella's don't, book? Don't, don't, like, don't use the foot file on dry feet. Yeah. Right. And always follow the cracks of the heels. Like if your heel has little lines, they go down like this. Just follow the yeah. cracks. Always follow the oh. cracks. So file vertically. So file in the, yeah, in the same, in the same motion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you do it against you. to the lines. Yeah, if you do the other way, you open and close, open Ooh. and close. Yeah, got but it, you got never it. close the cracks. The only way you close the cracks going up and down. To the yeah. Cracks. yeah, parallel got to it. the cracks. 
Now, I know you mentioned fungus. I have two other questions I want to ask you about. One you brought up, which was planter warts. Mm-hmm. How do you get rid of those? Yes. Planter warts is a virus. So most of the time, the doctor has to treat it. You can do, you know, home remedy and you can do over-the-counter stuff. But if it's been with you for a little while, you have to see a podiatrist to treat it or dermatologist because they have medicine for that. And it's contagious, so you don't want to touch it. Somebody told me to just put duct tape on it for like two weeks and that'll kill I, it. Yeah, no, um, I believe, yeah. Yeah, I believe oh, that. that, that, that is actually crazy. Oh, no, no, no. Because it needs you to breathe and apparently you can suffocate it with duct tape. Yeah, and make it small to the size of the thing. Some people put a big piece of that tape. No, just make it like a band-aid size to cover the area only. Don't make a big piece oh. of that tape. Make it's it the, the size only of thing the I've said to you that you've agreed with yet, Marcella. I've learned so much so far. <laughs> no, I've been doing it wrong. Is, yeah. Okay. And then works. the other thing I was going to ask you about is some people, and I will be, I am one of these people, I lost a toenail when I was running marathons. You know, it, it was damaged and it fell off. And it's never really grown back. So when I go to get my nails painted, they just sort of like paint the skin, you know, because there's not really a nail there. Can you fix that, Marcella? What do you do if you don't have a toenail? I'm pretty sure you have some nail there, but it's not growing the way it should grow. Correct. It's very wonky. Yeah, probably 30% of the nail is growing fat instead of long, correct? Yeah. Okay, yeah. What do I do? Come to see you? Yes, come to see me. I'm going to train the nail to grow straight, and you're going to massage. Starting today, you're going to get a little oil. the direction that it's growing. You can... Like bangs, like your hair. You know how they say blow dry it this way a bunch and it'll start to go that way? Is that what you do yeah. with nails? Yeah, you're going to train the size of the nail to grow straight. And I'm going to make the surface of the nail smoother. And you're going to massage every day. And when you start massaging, you see the nail grow. Okay. I don't know if I'm that committed, but I'm. But it's good for people out there to know that these are all fixable things if you oh, have yeah, help, yeah. right? Yeah. If you have at least 10, 20% of the nail, I'm pretty sure your nail can grow. Get busy massaging, Jen. Yeah, massage it with a little olive oil. You mentioned when we first started, you said, oh, people in America, you know, they don't go to the podiatrist because they don't have achy feet till they're older. Well, uh, Jess and I are here to tell you that happens (laughs) when you're younger. So I'm I'm curious, if you're one of those people whose feet ache at the end of the day, maybe you're a nurse or a teacher, you're on your feet all day, what do you suggest they do? Are we allowed to like do a foot soak, heat, massage? Epsom salt. Epsom salt. Epsom salts. Why does that help? It's anti-inflammatory. It's very good. It has tons of minerals there. So it's going to change your mood. It's going to make you relax on top of the benefits on the foot. But it's very good for your feet. Relax all the muscles, take all the cramps and the yak on the foot. Yes, it's very good. And if you have any ingrown nail that is inflamed, use it also because it's going to help the ingrown nail to come down. It's anti-inflammatory, so it's going to help you a lot. Could you do that before you I put high that. heels on? What if you don't like wearing high heels, but you need to? Ah, get a bottle of water, throw it in the freezer, and when it's hard, roll it on the bottom of your foot to relax your foot. So that will help you to wear the high heels for longer. Oh, all right. little frozen water bottle. Yeah, get a bottle of water, throw in the freezer. When it's hard, roll it on the bottom of your foot before the high heels. So that way your foot becomes smaller because it's cold. So it's going to be more, you know, happy. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to get swollen that fast. <laughs> no, I know. Because if you try to put he- high heels on at the end of the day, it's like impossible. But in mm-hmm. the beginning of the day before they're inflamed, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, get the bottle of water wow. and just keep it. 
I learned so much. I love your high heel hack. I'm not sure I'm ready to move into heels ever again for the rest of my life. I thought we all agreed that we weren't doing that, by the way. I thought that was our <laughs> pandemic pledge, but sure. Okay, you ready for our speed round? Do you sleep with socks on or socks off? Off. Your feet need to be. Oh, okay. Okay. I like that. What are the best what are the best socks we can buy? Because just a little background, you told me that socks can actually cause some foot problems. Little calluses, little nubs. Not too tight the socks and have to be cotton to absorb the moist. Not too tight either. Cotton socks. Mm-hmm. And not too tight when they come to the end. Do you have any brands you want to name check? Mm, not really. No. You just go by your budget. Everybody has different packets. We're gonna just go by. Okay. All right, but anything that you see is cotton, not too tight. Okay, okay. What is your personal favorite pair of shoes right now? The one that doesn't cost blister. Just try it on. If it doesn't (laughs) give you blister, keep it with you for the rest of your life. What What are on your feet? Are you like a clogs person? What's on your feet right now? A little pair of boots. I need room for my toes. My toes need to be dancing because I like to play with them when I'm sitting down. I'm always twitching my toes, so I need room for my toes to kind of breathe and move. So I like the shoes that has a little room in the front. Okay, a nice big toe box. Mm-hmm. I love big toe box because my toes can... Should we be twitching our toes too? Why do oh, you yeah. dance your toes? Well, yes, why? and exercise your toes as much as you exercise your hands. You can use your toes to pick up things from the floor. And that way, they're always flexible and they don't get hair muscle. Otherwise, they're always like this inside the shoes. You She's making a little, a little ugly, like, Yeah, claw. I just thought, oh, when you get older, you get hammer toe no matter what. No, no, no. You can avoid hammer toe. I need to start doing toe exercises. Okay. Yes, toe exercises are very good. Yes. Oh, wait, yes. here's a side cue. Remember I said this was lightning round? Wait, I'm slowing us down for a second. Side cue. I talked to a shoe salesman recently, and he was like, everything needs time to break in because I was like about to buy something that like was not comfortable. And I was like, I haven't bought new shoes in so long. Like, maybe he's right, yeah. Do you believe that all shoes need to, need time to break in? I know you're not a shoe no. salesman, but I was thinking about this. I'm like, no, like, these things hurt. No, you should not I put not something on your feet that is going to hurt you from the beginning. If it hurts you from the beginning, you're going to change your foot before you change your shoes. Your foot is going to change, not your shoes. Your shoes never change. It's your foot that's going to change the way you land. That's why people get hair muscles, because the shoes are too tight. And they totally. think the shoes is getting bigger. No, the toes are bending to make a room. I feel like when I was little, the shoe salesman always said that to my mom. Like, oh, they'll stretch. They'll stretch. But yeah, mm-hmm. of course your shoes should fit the minute you buy them, right? Yeah. yeah you she's should totally be happy right. from the minute they were. Yeah. You yeah, they didn't stretch. The minute you tr- they never mm-hmm. stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. It, was, it was my foot. Like my foot adjusted. Okay. Who makes the most comfortable dress shoes or high heels? You see a lot of shoes. I do see a lot of uncomfortable shoes. Comfortable ones, I haven't seen many. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I don't buy brand names. I just buy comfort. So I try the shoes in the store and anything that feels good to me, I put it on. And I got usually two pairs of the same in case I don't find them again. I buy, if it's good and comfortable, I don't care the name. I just buy them. I okay. have always put my foot on top of the shoes. When I buy my shoes, I put my foot on top of the shoes. If in my foot fits on the top, it's gonna to fit in the inside. A lot of people buy the shoes oh. and they squeeze the toes inside the box to fit. 
So if you put your foot <laughs> on oh my top God, of the I, shoes. Marcella, if I did that, my foot would hang over the sides of every pair of shoes I tried on. Like my toes are not going to fit in the toe box. That's why you have foot problems. That's why you have foot problems, says Marcella. I am so scared to come see you. It's going to be... I'm going to be on the wall of shame, Marcella. I have a feeling. No, oh, don't yeah, worry. Okay. I cannot wait to see that nail and grow it. By the oh summer, if you start coming now, you should have good nail. So hurry up. Okay. okay. And the last okay. one. This is funny. This whole conversation is funny. What's your favorite polish for toenails? Or if you don't like polish, do you have a favorite top coat? I don't use any chemicals on the nail. I prefer shiny buffer. I prefer to oh, you shiny. buff it to make it shiny. Just the buff. What kind of buffer should we use? Like this two size buffer is fine. It's very fine. Both sides are very fine. So you just shine very little. You don't have to do hard to get the shiny. The keratin natural is shiny. So you're just going to remove the oil basically with the shiny buffer and the natural shine. And then we do our little massage with our olive oil. Olive oil, yes. And we're, and we're good. Yeah. You're all good and have sexy. You make it sound very simple, Marcella. I don't know if it is for everybody, but you sure make it sound simple. Thank you so much for teaching us. Thank you. And remember, clean shoes is healthy feet. So always clean your shoes to have healthy feet. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at Fat Mascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.